You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Pesham Ishizrael 5780, 2020. This week we don't have a Parsha, it's going to be Pesach. I just wanted to share with you a thought about Pesach, which I think is very much connected with the experience you're all having. And I think that we need to understand what's going on. And uh, in my personal opinion, uh, I believe we're really close to the times of Mashiach. And uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are saying it, but just wanted to understand there's something fundamental that goes on with the advent of Mashiach. I mentioned that last week's podcast has to do Gag Magag, and there's a deep idea, a deep thought that I once shared on the Parsha podcast. It's also in my Sefer, Perfectly Imperfect. And it has to do with what happens in a time of revelation. What happens in a time when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is revealing himself to the world. And I want to preface the idea with a few questions that have to do with Pashup Shat, simple understanding of a Gemara. There's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that says, that there are four times a year when the world is judged. We know, of course, that on Rosh Hashanah there's a judgment. But the, but the Gemara tells us there are four different times when there's judgment. On Pesach, we're judged in regards to Parnasa, in regards to our uh, the grains. On Shavuos, there's a judgment in regards to the fruits. And as far as how much rain we're going to have, that's determined on Sukkot. So, that's why we have the Tefillah of Geshem on Sukkot. That's why we know that there's an aspect of on Shemini I'm sorry, on uh, before Shemini Atzeres, on uh, Hoshana Rabbah, there's an idea of a Yom Haddin, we wear a kittel, the Chazim wears a kittel by Musaf. And uh, each of the three Chagim, we have a Din, we have a judgment. And of course, we also have a judgment on Rosh Hashanah, but interestingly, all of these judgments have to do with Parnasa, with our livelihood. And the livelihood has to do simply with our sustenance in this world, on the simple level, but also has to do with our ability to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem put us in this world. And therefore, we need to be able to live here in this world. We need to be sustained. And the sustenance that we get is provided for direct, directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from Hashem. So when there's a judgment about our sustenance, it's a judgment, you know, we see it on, on, a, on an outer level. We see it as, you know, this is how we're being sustained physically, the parnasa that we have, how much money we have. But it really has to do with our relationship with Hashem because Hashem is the one who gives us our parnasa, gives us our livelihood. And if there's something happening with our livelihood that's broken, if there's something happening with the Shefa in the entire world, like today, is there's something going on, there's something broken about it, it means that there's something happening in Hashem, the way Hashem relates to the world and brings His Shefa, His sustenance into the world. So it's important to understand, this is very fundamental. There's a judgment that happens on Pesach, and on and on Shavuos, and on Sukkot, and on Rosh Hashanah, of course. And it's also important, I mean, think about it, in Mitzrayim, what were the things, where were, besides for the fact that we have the Makas Bacharis, where the people, the, the oldest died, and we had other things, the Shechin, which happened to the people themselves, but the Barad, and the Arbe, and the different, there were a few of the, the, the first Makkah of blood, all affected directly the sustenance, the food, the food of the Egyptians, because that has to do with our physical 
ability to be sustained has to do directly, it corresponds to our connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when Hashem brought these plagues upon the Egyptians, it was to show that they are disconnected from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it was to show that Hashem is still connected to the Jewish people, which was why the Jewish people were not affected by those, those plagues. And that's Ha'orah to understand what's going on in, on Pesach, to understand what's going on with the plagues, what happened in Mitzrayim. But it also helps us to understand what's going on today. But the question that I have, the question that bothers me, as we read this Mishnah, and we hear that Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah, these are times of din, these are times of judgment. So we're used to thinking about the judgment insofar as Rosh Hashanah. We know it's a day, it's a, it's a day when we, we're in shul all day, it's a day where there's a, it's a subdued day, it's a day when we don't have the same level of joy, perhaps, we, don't, we certainly don't say, uh, we don't say Hallel, but we don't think of Pesach and Shavuos and Sukkot as a time of din. We don't think of it as a time of judgment. What is the idea that Pesach is a time of judgment? If anything, it's a time when we're doing extra mitzvahs. We have the mitzvah of matzah, the mitzvah of maror, we have a mitzvah of simcha, of joy, on sukkahs, shvuahs, special mitzvahs that we have on those times. The karban ha'omer we have on Pesach. We have the bikurim on shvuahs. We have on sukkahs. We have the, the mitzvahs of sukkahs. And we have the mitzvah of, of lulav and esrog. It's a time of joy, of simcha. Time of din? Time of judgment? How does that coincide with the, how does it coincide with the regalim, with the times of joy, the times of closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? What's the idea behind this din that goes on on Pesach? So in order to understand it, this is what I wanted to, this is what I mentioned at the beginning, in order to understand it, this vort that I wrote in my Sefer, which I said many years ago in the Parsha podcast, we've been doing these Parsha podcasts for close to 13 years, Bezrat Hashem, towards the beginning. So there was a vort, a deep idea which I was zeichet to understand. Because really, when we ask questions, the more we ask questions, which is, of course, what the Pesach Seder is about, the more we ask questions, the more we ask questions, the more we begin to understand. Because the questions always unlock and open up a deeper understanding of something that's going on. Because there's always a depth, especially, of course, in the Torah. But there's always a depth. If we look at reality, if we look at what's going on in the world, and we ask questions, we start to see that there's something going on because every single thing is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So now the question that I, that I had, powerful question, Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu, he's sitting by the opening of his tent, he's waiting for, he's wait, he just had his bris, he's waiting for, for travelers to pass by so he can do chesed, he can have orchim, he can have guests. Now when did this story happen? So our Chazal tell us that the story happened Pesach time. It was Pesach. And the, Torah, and, and the Torah tells us that Hashem took out Hashem took out the sun from its sheath. And there's other places in Tanakh or in Chazal where we find that Hashem takes out the sun from its sheath. We'll see what that means soon. But Hashem sent these malachim, these angels, to inform Avram Avinu, first of all, to heal him from the bris, second of all, to inform him and Sarah that they're going to have a child, and third of all, they were to come to destroy Sodom. Those same malachim who were there to do to do that, they were going to go to Sodom, save Lot, and overturn overturn Sodom, destroy Sodom. And the question that I have, the question that bothers me, 
which needs explanation, which opens up a tremendous, tremendous deep insight. Why were, first of all, why was it the same malachim? Why was it the same malachim? Why during this entire description of the fact that Yitzchak is about to be conceived? Why at that moment was it that those malachim were to go and destroy Sodom and to save Lot? And, and Avram Avinu has a conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu to save Sodom. Hashem says, basically, no. Why is all of that happening at the same time? Why is it at the same moment in history that Sodom is being destroyed by the same malachim who came to inform about the imminent birth of Yitzchak Avinu, of, of Isaac? What, what is the connection between these two cataclysmic events, powerful events? Now, the foundation over here is an amazing idea. It says, Hashem is hoitzicham min artikai. It says that in the future time, it's also Gemon Rosh Hashanah, that in the future time, there's going to be a Yom Hadin Agadol. There's going to be a great day of judgment. It's not clear if it's talking about right before Mashiach. It's talking about in the year 6000, right before the times of Elam Haba, the future world. Right? We've still got another 220 years or so until that time. But there's going to be a din. Hashem is going to take out, as it were, doesn't say, I don't think it says the word the sun out of its sheath, but it takes out a spiritual light. It takes out the true light which is behind the sun, which gives sustenance to the world. Here's that word sustenance again, which is really Hashem's, Hashem Himself, as it were. Hashem's light, as it were. He takes out that light, and two things happen. This is what Chazal say. Two things happen. The tzaddikim are nenem The righteous ones, they enjoy, they get a benefit from the light. They, they, get, they get warmed. They get enjoyment, and they get amazing spiritual enjoyment from the light of Hashem that's revealed. But the Rishayim are burned. The Rishayim are destroyed by that very same light, the very same light. It has, it has the opposite effect on the tzaddikim as on the Rishayim, the righteous and the wicked. And we see that this is something which happened in Mitzrayim, in Egypt. What happened? The same light, the same light of redemption. Hashem was taking out that awesome light of redemption in order to save His special people, His Am Segul, His nation. And the result was what? They were lifted up, during the darkness, the Jewish people had light. And at the same exact moment, that Sadiqim, the righteous, those who are truly the, the good ones in the world, right? there's so much darkness in the world, we don't see the truth. But at the moment of, of spiritual revelation, at the moment of spiritual revelation of Kaddish Baruch Hu in the world, He's showing Himself to be part of nature, to be part of the world, to be, to be intimately involved in the world. At that moment, Two things happen. The righteous are lifted up. Mashpil game. Hashem lifts up the righteous and He lowers the haughty. He lowers those who are unworthy, those who are evil. The Mitzrayim are being destroyed by the light. They experience ten makas, ten plagues. The Jews at the same moment are being lifted up one level after another to the point where they are freed for all times. And they enter into a true relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Why? Because they were chosen. Why? Because they are righteous. Why? Because the truth is on their side. Because they are the ones who were chosen by Hashem. And a promise was made. Now, listen, this is amazing. This is so deep. It's so beautiful. This is what was going on in the times of Avram Avinu, in the times of Abraham. 
Avram Avinu was, there was about to be a new revelation in the world called Klal Yisrael, Yitzchak. Isaac was going to be born. Yitzchak, laughter. That's what his name means. Yitzchak means to laugh. An amazing thing. Not, Sarah Imenu, 90-year-old woman. 100-year-old man. They're going to have a child. What an incredible revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Siyat his his divine providence in the world. Unbelievable thing. Miraculous beginning for the Jewish people. That's about to happen. Now, whenever that kind of light comes into the world, alongside the light is darkness and judgment. That's, that's the rule. That's how it works. Whenever HaKadosh Baruch Hu is bringing the world into a new stage, there's, it's accompanied by darkness. You don't have to look further than about 75 years ago. There was a tremendous darkness that hovered over the entire world. And what was the result? A new stage in the annals of mankind, unprecedented time, whether it's technology, whether it's the amount of food, the amount of human beings that have been born. There are 7.7 billion people in the world now. The, the result of amazing advances in science, so many things, advances in, in medicine, all of these things, it heralded a brand new time of sustenance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from God, into the world, into mankind. Now, when that new stage happens, it's accompanied by a time of judgment, a time of, of difficulty, a time of challenge. And that's what happened in the time of Mitzrayim, in the time of Egypt, that's what happened in the time of Avram Avinu. Sedaim, they were evil, they had to be destroyed. Why? Because as Hashem reveals Himself more, as light comes into the world, there's, it comes along with there's a revelation of truth. And the revelation of truth requires that there be, that the wicked are destroyed and the righteous are lifted up. And that's what happened with Avram. Avram was about to be lifted up. At the same moment, Sodom is destroyed. The, the Jewish people on Pesach, at the exodus from Egypt, they're about to be lifted up. At the same moment, those who had done wrong, those who had behaved wickedly, they're destroyed. The evil is destroyed at the moment that the, the good is revealed. That's what happens. Now, on a microcosmic level, every single year, we have an awesome revelation of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, of God, in the world. When does that happen? Every single year, on the Mayadim. Right? What are they called? The holidays are called Mayadim. Mayad doesn't mean a holiday. doesn't even mean a holiday from the you know, holy day. It is true, it's a holy day. It's a Yom Kadosh. But a moed means a meeting. It means a time of meeting. Right? The oil moed, the tabernacle, the mishkan was called a place of meeting. The oil moed. What's the idea of a moed? What's the idea of the, of the yamim taivim? That we have Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkis, Rosh Hashanah. The idea is it's a time where we meet HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where God reveals Himself more in the world. Why do we have these mitzvos? Why do we have the commandments First of all, Hashem wants to purify us. But besides for that, because we're in a deeper relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with God, on, the, on these times, Hashem is revealing Himself more in these times. So first of all, we need to do things to make sure we're on the side of goodness, to make sure that we're on the side of, of righteousness. Right? Because the more HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals, there's also a judgment that comes along with it. That's what's going on on Pesach and Shavuos and Sukkot. There's a time of judgment. It's a time of difficulty. It's a time when Hakadosh Baruch Hu is looking at us more carefully. So Hashem says, "Here, I, I have some ideas for you. You're being judged on Tvua. You're going to be judged about on Pesach. There's a judgment about your sustenance in regards to the grains. Bring the carbon HaOmer. 
I want you to do something that shows your righteousness so that I can judge you in a righteous way so that you're on the side of good so that you receive my light instead of heaven forbid the opposite on Shavuos we have a mitzvah we have a mitzvah of Bikurim why? because we're about to be judged on the Paris on the, are we going to have that sustenance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu each and every time it's about Hashem revealing His light and there's a build up between Pesach and Shavuos if you want to understand why was it that the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva died 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva died between Pesach and Shavuos why is this a time of judgment if anything it's a time of joy it's a time of awesomeness it's a time of wow we're about to receive the Torah we have 7 weeks leading up to to receiving the Torah but it's a time of revelation because it's a time of revelation it's also a time of deeper judgment it's a time when we need to be more sensitive to others it's a time when we need to be upping our game in our in the chesed department in the, in the area of doing kindness to others, in our ben adam lechavero, our relationships with our spouse, our relationship with our children. And I know it's a challenging time, of course, that we're living in this awesome, awesome, challenging, difficult time. And I want to mention something which I said in the, in the Bitochen group, which we meet every Sunday, on, the, on this past Sunday. I, somebody asked a question, and, and uh, the question is, how do we face off with this challenge? It's an amazingly difficult thing. People are dying. Thousands of people are dying of, of Rahman al-Islam. Someone should save us. It's a time of judgment of din. How do we face it? How do we deal with it? How do we respond to it? And one of the things that I said, which I heard from my Rosh Hashiva, from Rabbi Per, is that when it comes to facing off with din, with judgment, our response needs to be quiet. We don't understand. We don't understand. He was once asked about in, in Yeshiva Faraka, where I went to Yeshiva, where Rabbi Per is the Rosh Yeshiva, so they have a, a Holocaust program. There was a teacher there, Mr. Cohen, so Zangazunt, he should be well, who was a Holocaust survivor, and uh, he taught this program. So Rabbi Per was asked, you know, how, how can we teach Holocaust? Or should we tell the, the whole truth to our students? It's too awesome, it's too difficult. And he said that when it comes to something which is difficult and, and, and so hard to, to deal with, we need to say the truth. We can't cover it up. And we need to say we don't understand. It's so important to say, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand why the Navaminska Rebbe passed away. I don't understand that. I don't understand why so many great tzaddikim have died. I don't understand it. I don't understand why people are passing away. It's so difficult to understand. The whole world has been thrown into a tizzy. How do we relate to that? How do we understand? We don't understand it. It's important to know that we don't understand it's important to respect it. It's important to respect there's a certain holiness, there's a certain kedusha that's in the place of darkness that we need to respect. And at the same time, we need to know there's an achama, at the same time, there's a, co- a consolation. That when Hashem brings judgment into the world, it's accompanied with a revelation of His light. We can't, you know, uh, the mushal that I gave is sometimes a child runs into the street the child needs to get a patch. Now, after it's, there have been times I've given my children a patch, and after that patch, they don't want a hug from me. I send my wife or I send my daughter to give the baby a, a, a hug. In the moment of darkness, the moment of pain, we don't see how it's from Hakadosh Baruch. We don't see how it's from Hashem. But a few hours later, I can give my child, and I do. I make sure to, because Chazal say you're supposed to push away with your left hand and pull in with your right hand. You need to use your stronger hand to show love, and your weaker hand 
to show judgment. We can be assured that although HaKadosh Baruch Hu is pushing us away in a certain sense, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us a patch, and we don't understand why. We're that child who doesn't, doesn't really relate to it. Yet we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Meruba Midataiva, Hashem's good side, as it were, Hashem's Midataiva, His good attribute is stronger than His, his negative side. And so we need to be assured, we need to know, that just as it was in the times of Avram Avinu, when there was a revelation about to happen, it was accompanied with, with difficulty for Saddam, destruction of, of, of the Rishayim. Just like it was in Mitzrayim, when it was about to be HaKadosh Baruch who was taking out the Jewish nation, one point, one and a half million people, slaves, to be freed, to be allowed to come to receive the Torah, to enter into Eretz Yisrael. It was accompanied by the destruction of the evil. And every single time we have a Pesach, and a Shavuos, and a Sukkot, there's a revelation of a Kodesh Baruch Hu that's happening in the world. And it's accompanied with a din. Are we going to be sustained? Are we going to continue to be sustained? Will we continue to have Parnasa? We need to step up. We need to focus on the opportunities that present themselves. On Pesach, the mitzvah of Matzah, the, there's so many mitzvahs, so many opportunities for Chesed within our homes. We need to step up to the plate to our challenges and we need to say HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I want to be on the side of Taiv. I know there's a judgment now I know there's a judgment going on in the world but I also know that that judgment is accompanied by a revelation of your light I want to tap in and I want to be part of your light HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the side of Taiv. I want to be Zeche in the judgment on Pesach through Shavuos through Sukkot I want and Rosh Hashanah, all of these times, I want to be Zeche. I want to merit to be in the side of good. And the way that we merit that is by strengthening ourselves, as we've said. Strengthening the side of good, being on the side of the Tzaddikim, being on the side of Toiv. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Shem should help us to be able to face off with the amazing challenge of today of our time to face off and recognize that this is an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for rededication to our bitachan, our trust in Hashem, that just like He took us out of Mitzrayim, just like He redeemed us then, and just like it's always been so, that there have been times of challenge, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always there holding our hand throughout the challenge. May it, may it be so that we also recognize that He is here with us in our present challenge, and the purpose of of the challenge is in order to reveal His light so that we can all be zeiche and merit to see the Binyan Beis HaMikdash, the rebuilding of the Temple and the open revelation of Hashem in the world. That time where the verse says, Hashem, when the world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem, the recognition of His existence in the world. Like the waters cover the earth. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Pesach and a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.